agnostic, atheist, or former believer, we can stand together as a step. True humility and an open mind can lead us to faith, and every AA meeting is an assurance that God will restore us to sanity if we rightly relate ourselves to Him. Yay! Good stuff. So what, what do you think, Joey, on step two? Go ahead and start us off. Would you like to uh, give us some comments on what we just read? Um, uh, well, I guess it's saying that figure out what your higher power is, and if you aren't willing, you're an agnostic or an atheist, you can make AA your higher power if... Uh, if you can't come to terms that there is a existing higher power in your life yet. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, I'll just give it back to our Mark. Go ahead. We'll go. We'll go. Mark, and then. people and say like I don't know how it works it just does boy you're looking for a if you don't know how it works I mean it says almost on every page that we, what, it, what it just said in the reflections we, we accept we have, have to have help from God we do these things to rightly relate ourselves to God and other people and then we stay sober because we're not taking from life we're giving to it and so the character defects lessen and they eventually they probably don't go away completely, but they get managed. It's more manageable. Well, it's very clear. It says every, every, on every page of the 12 and 12 and the look how it works. I know how it works. <laughs> Boy, I'm, if I didn't know how it works, I'd be going to big book studies every day. Uh, anyway, but, um, no, I love step two in, uh, in the 12 and 12. This is my favorite chapter in the 12 and 12 because it, it, it talks very clearly about my dilemma on getting sober, which is the part where he's like arguing about it. Uh, the minute I stopped arguing, I could begin to see and feel right there, step two, very gradually infiltrating my life. <coughs> and then he says, You know, all I had to do was uh, I just stop arguing, and then it says on the other page, um, quit bothering yourself with the questions as whether whether it was the hen, the egg that came first. This reminds me of my argument against AA when I was new about well, you know, step three isn't really designed correctly for me. I want one that kind of says. God, I, I give you my my alcoholism and my drug addiction, but the rest of my life, I'll just handle my, the way I want and thinks anyway. And that was my third step prayer. That, that was really how it went. 
and I couldn't stay sober at all. And uh, it was only when I basically was like, well, I got through what it says in step two in the twelve in the big book, which it says like, you know, many of us were prejudiced against religion, and I took a look at that because I couldn't stay sober for four years, and I relapsed again, and it wasn't really a relapse because I'd never done any step work. I drank again. I white knuckled. I white knuckled nine months, but um, so I really looked at that. I did what the big book said, and it worked just fine. I mean, I know how it worked. <laughs> Anyway, but uh, page 62 and 63, we thought really, we thought really well before taking this step, making sure we were ready. We asked God to remove. Uh, we uh, we did the third step prayer humbly and honestly with no reservations, right? And I never done that. So I'm like, well, you know, I, I don't trust God. I was raised Catholic. I got a lot of reasons not to trust God. Um, <laughs> That was why I couldn't stop drinking for four years. This is like just a religious <laughs> bias and prejudice. So there's a, there's a million other religions, but I'm stuck on this like, well, the God of my dad and my mom is mean. I don't trust him. He causes divorce and IRS, removing things from the family like houses and cars. And I associated all that with God. But when I really just got to a point where I'm like, okay, whatever I'm done I don't want to drink again I don't want to lose my car and my house again uh, I'm just gonna do what it says here it says to give up my reservations. so I I gave my that was the only thing holding me back like I gave up my reservation to God and, and I'm right reservations about religion and I was willing to do whatever so on my knees humbly and honestly and like well but no reservation I did the third step prayer and um, and I, I looked at it. I did what it said in the third step. I thought carefully about it. I, I, am I really willing to do it? Do I have any reservations? Can I do it honestly? Honestly? And then God kept me sober from that day forward. Um, God was just like, okay, I was waiting for you to see that. All right, we, we'll keep you sober now. <laughs> and give me a sponsor. I had never had a sponsor. Nobody would sponsor me in Boulder, Colorado. Uh, they were kind of they were kind of old school there and they knew I wasn't ready but but really I just wasn't ready and I was that was my uh, dilemma and um, and I love the fact in the, in the it also says at the end here uh, a lot of uh, a lot of people cannot endure the suggestion that they're mentally ill <laughs> this is a resistance to a lot of newcomers what do you mean I'm not crazy you know, I'm gonna go back to my shopping cart, man, but don't ever call me that. How dare you? And a lot of those guys have been in an alley for 20 years, man, 30 years. And that's unfortunate, but there's certain barriers that people put up that they're, uh, that's one of them. And I, I, had, I was kind of like that too. I'm like, oh, don't call me crazy, man. You know, but after, after a while, after a couple of years looking at my behavior and my current behavior when I was new, I'm, I'm not very sane right now. <laughs> and when I get into that place again, hopefully it doesn't last for very long, a couple of days, maybe even a few weeks. After talking to someone who's more firmly grounded in sobriety, oh, I'm insane right now at 27 years sober. I'll, I will get, go into that area and 
thank God I don't get into this prideful delusion of, don't call me that. I'm a business owner. How dare you? I'm not insane. You know, those are, insane people are locked up in a ward. It's like, no, I get into places where my thoughts and my actions become insane. And I get close to lawsuits, going to jail again, relapsing again, stealing. Um, and, and I fall into those things. Dishonest justifications of like, well, they owe me. And yeah, it's illegal, but no one's looking. And man, God probably says that this is okay to do. That's <laughs> where I get it. That's my justification. So I don't know. That's I love. I like this chapter a lot. It's it's really the reason why. It's 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 half the reason I couldn't stay sober. And I see it a lot. And um, I'll just say this, and then I'll I'll be quiet. They, with that that argument, like what came before the the, the hen or the egg. It's like when people are saying, uh, it's like when I was saying, well, the third step prayer should be worded differently. It's like when people say, um, uh, um, people make justifications to not do the steps or, or they have little sayings. A lot of them are accepted in AA now, unfortunately, but there's little sayings that, that well, you know, I don't have to do my steps. Don't, haven't you heard about Rule 62? I don't have to take this seriously. And then everyone, oh yeah, yeah, rule 62, yeah. You don't have to do shit. And I'm like, oh, come on, man, really? <laughs> it, rule 62 doesn't mean you don't have to do anything. But I, I don't say anything. I'm just like, okay, whatever. It means you ain't ready. I mean, but there's those arguments. That, so what's it saying is it's like, those arguments are basically your reason for resisting that you've developed, whatever it is. And that, and mine was that my, that I needed to do it a different way, and that didn't work for a long, long time. And, and then I finally just got ready to, like, okay, whatever, I'll do I don't want to do it. I don't trust God. I'm going to do it anyway the way it's written. So that's that's where I got was complete surrender. And that's that's just what I tell someone if they're new, I say, you're either at complete surrender, and I can tell you that you need to be there, or you're not, and that's okay, and I needed to drink in between AA meetings for four years, and I, who am I to say what your time is? I don't know. So anyway, but enough out of me. Thanks for letting me share. Thanks, Mark. Uh, Stephen, alcohol. Thank you, Stephen, for service. Um, I, I, I'm in complete agreement with Mark on a lot of this, you know, few indeed are practicing alcoholics who have any idea how irrational they are, yeah. are seeing their irrationality can bear to face it. Some will be willing to term themselves problem drinkers, but cannot endure the suggestion that they are in fact mentally ill. They are bedded in this blindness by the world which does not understand the difference between sane drinking and alcoholism. Yeah. Sanity is defined by soundness of mind, yet no alcoholic soberly analyzing his destructive behavior, whether the destruction fell on the dining room furniture or his own moral fiber, can claim soundness of mind for him. 